Hi, and welcome to Mouse Chat. It's just Steve and Sharpie today. How are you doing, Sharpie? I am doing well. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give you the howdy. <laughs> I know. We miss Lisa. Lisa's and Lauren. off having fun. Lauren's off having fun. Yeah. And they, again, they left us home to mine the fort. Yeah, I know. It's like never, and it's uh, travel is busy. Everyone is. Uh, everyone's traveling, and Sharpie and I will be traveling soon. I'm sure. I've got a ton of travel coming up, so. Soon of, enough. Yeah, it's just a matter of figuring out how to fit it all in. And I mean, I, I can't emphasize enough how how much people are traveling right now. The This summer is going to be a very, very busy travel summer with people uh, with, with pent-up travel demand. And they're just ready, ready to get out, ready to get back to, to life as normal as it can get at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Weather's nice outside. Everybody's out walking and planning stuff. And when I was at the uh, flower and garden festival, it was amazing. Beautiful over at Epcot. It's a great time to go. So we have, well, we're going to do two shows for this show. We've got, don't make these top five newbie mistakes. So if you're a newbie or a veteran, these are our top five mistakes that we see happening over and over again uh, that you probably want to avoid. So Sharp, you want to kick it off with one of yours and we'll just go kind of back and forth. The, the first newbie mistake on my list <laughs> is not checking the calendar and kind of oh. nestled within that is assuming falsely this is true who's gonna be at disney world during christmas (laughs) that is one of the most common things that i often have to kind of talk people through when they're like we really want to go see christmas because we think no one's gonna spend all the holidays at chris at at disney world at christmas yep guess what (laughs) you and a couple million of your closest friends We'll be enjoying elbow to elbow room in front of the castle, enjoying the fireworks. Yeah, it's amazing how many people I hear all the time. Like even my friends at work are like, oh, we're going to go during the holidays or Christmas when it's really when nobody's there. And we're just going to go at the last minute. And I'm like, no, no, no. That's what everybody goes. It's going to be Guess packed. What? You need to go <laughs> when even. Well, it used to be you need to go when everybody's in school. When nobody, when you normally can't go, if you can, if you're homeschooled or you can take some time off or whatever, that, that was the time to go. Um, not when everybody has a three day weekend or a holiday, but now it's, it's pretty busy all the time. And then it's even busier when people are off. Chances are high. If your kids are out of school, school districts across the country will most likely also be out of school. There, there, there's Jersey week in the fall oh, and yeah. other, other, other states that have designated either teacher training or uh, professional conventions or things of that nature. So most, most likely if your kids are out of school, it is not going to be a light crowd at Disney. Yeah, And even the funny thing is even, I mean, we've talked about this on the show many times, 
But even the times of year that used to be what would be considered a shoulder or a off season, not really even so much anymore. Uh, and that's something I, I, I personally believe that's a, a, in part, a result of the Disney Vacation Club is that a lot of DVC members specifically buy in because going at lower time, lower traditionally what were lower crowd times of the year costs fewer points. So that drives them out. Originally, the Food and Wine Festival fall was a time that, that Disney did not see big crowds. Epcot launched the Food and Wine Festival, and guess what? It really brings in the the the, yeah. the crowds. So yeah, that's what that's that's something to keep in mind. Check the calendar. Yeah, you know, way back when they had they did that to bring crowds in. They did free dining to bring people in. They used to have to do all these things. Um, now they uh, stagger ticket prices and make them lower sometimes and slower seasons, and it, so it all fills those those gaps. Uh, and to your point real quick, and then I'll go, go with uh, mine. Uh, if you're trying to avoid the Walt Disney World crowds, another thing that people don't think about is if you take a Disney cruise, there's only, it's a set crowd, right? There's only so many people that can go on that boat. So you kind of get the Disney experience with a set number of people. So it, so it's not like you're going to go and you're like, oh man, I picked the wrong week when it's overcrowded. And if you, if you go now, uh, you're probably, you're picking the weeks, uh, when maybe the boats are at 50%. Uh, occupancy, which is pretty spectacular for going on a cruise and uh, going to the islands and seeing everything with even less people. Yeah. And, and that's the, the great thing about Disney Cruise Line is they oversize their ships. Uh, Disney ships are larger per square foot per guest uh, than most other cruise lines. So Staterooms are typically larger as well. And then Disney also pioneered the split bath to make sure uh, they cater to families a little bit better. So, yeah, that's definitely something something to keep in mind is where will the crowds be and will you be in them? <laughs> All right. So my first one, first newbie mistake is going without a plan. So I see so many people that haven't been to Disney World, they don't realize what's involved. They spend all this money and then they get there and it's a whirlwind of, oh my gosh, we don't have all the things that we should have had. Uh, so especially now, because, uh, you know, people don't know unless you're listening to the show, then you probably know, um, like you have to have a park reservation. I talked to some of my, my everyday friends who aren't Disney nerds and they're like, why do you have to have a, you have to, I already have a ticket. I'm like, no, you have to have a ticket. And they have to have reservation to use your ticket. <laughs> so, Correct. So, and you need to do all that and find a room before, make sure you got to try to line up all these things and get them just right. And then figure out what days you want to go to what parks and can you get the reservations for the parks and can you get the rooms and all the stuff. All the bits and pieces. Yeah. So there's a lot of moving parts. So that's why just have a plan. So when you get there, uh, you have a park reservation. You don't. You have some at least some of the basic things down. All right, Sharpie number two. What do you have? Number two on my list is not choosing your resort wisely. 
Uh, and the reason I say that is because of your family makeup, your your travel party group size, uh, the the lower you get on the rung as far as value, moderate, uh, deluxe, uh, deluxe villa, your your room size tends to shrink a little bit. So uh, if you are a family of five and you will fit in a room. That doesn't necessarily mean you're going to have the most comfortable week. Uh, one bathroom with five people can be a little challenging, yeah. uh, depending on on the uh, makeup of your group. Uh, planning a resort that is too far away from the parks where you want to spend the most time. Uh, if you are an adult and you think you want to end your night at Epcot every day, you'll probably want to do what you can uh, to stay either at Yacht Club, Beach Club, or Boardwalk. I mean, that that gives you that direct access. And then, of course, with the advent of the Skyliner, that also puts other options on a little bit easier horizon uh, compared to what it used to be when when bus or monorail transit was the only only option. Uh, so, so thinking about how you want to spend your vacation uh, and choosing your resort uh, in accord with that plan. Uh, specifically, a lot of families want to do a, a pool day. Well, it's important to remember that at your value resorts, you don't have you have you have nice pools, but you don't have water play areas. You don't have uh uh, no, you don't have all the, amen- tubs, the amenities. You don't yep. have slides, that kind of stuff. So, yeah, it's 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 amazing. Uh, you don't realize how good it is if you're if you have little kids and you're at a Magic Kingdom resort, like you're over at Contemporary or Bay Lake Tower, and you know you're having you've been in there all day and you're tired, and then you got to go get a bus or a monorail. And then you got to go around the resort loop for your resort. And then you got to walk to your room, like just walking to the contemporary or Bay Lake tower and 10 minutes later being in your room after the fireworks are over. Oh my gosh. Awesome. <laughs> it's so nice. Same thing with Epcot. Like I would stay at beach club and you watch the fireworks or you just go in to watch the fireworks. You don't even have to spend the whole day there. You're like, Oh, let's go watch the fireworks, have some dinner. And then you, uh, just walk back to your room and it's, it's, it puts this a whole nother type of vacation versus because what, what mine kind of ties in with this, which is trying to do it all. So, you know, most people that are new, they, they try to fill from sun up to sundown with how many rides can I do or whatever, which is a whole different vacation than having one of these nice resorts where you can just pop in and out and have a relaxing kind of balanced vacation there's no tired like disney tired oh my god it's like a vacation from your vacation oh seriously that like honestly one of the best things to do is to spend a few days at walt disney world and then a three night uh disney cruise that's oh yeah perfection right there that's <laughs> like you have all your fun it you is. wear yourself out and then it's just relaxation and you have to do it in that order so. you have because you you go from Disney where you're paying for things and it's pretty, and it might be hectic uh, to a relaxing cruise where everything's pretty much included. Then that's, that's the way to, to do it. So do the cruise second. But uh, yeah. So any, anything just uh, trying to do it all. So instead of doing that, like we were saying, get some pool time, 
have a, have a day at the resort and just go to the pool and relax. That's, that's one down day, uh, go on the monorail and kind of go window shopping, go to the, uh, Disney Springs, just, uh, break it up. So it's not everybody tired and cranky all day. Just go, go, go. All right, Sharpie, number three. Number three. So one of Steve, one of your points was uh, not planning. Uh, A newbie mistake is over planning. Oh, yeah. Making everything. we, We all joke about the planning for Disney using an Excel spreadsheet or Google Sheets or whatever you're using these days. Uh, is planning every everything out to the minute, planning this, 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 this. One, that does two things. One, it wears you out because that's all you do. All you do is your plan. And unless, and and for a lot of people, I am going to relax from 105 to 135. Are you really going to relax? Or are you going <laughs> to take a scheduled 30 minute relaxation period. Mm. Uh, not, not a good idea. Um, and so on the other hand of, of not planning at all and planning too much is not allowing everyone to like experience it at their own pace. I don't know for a family that's, that's, that's really difficult. Uh, j- just had a client there a couple weeks ago And, uh, they texted me the entire list of everything they were able to do at magic kingdom, which they did like 12 things. It was, they had a really, really busy day, but they went with the flow and did things as they came to them instead of having everything mapped out and like making, making it at like a scientific project of we're going to do this and this and this and this. Yeah, it's too much. Yeah, that's that that's fun. That's fun to a point. And yes, I've been there. I've done that. I am guilty as charged for having having lived and died by my planning spreadsheet. However, the best Disney trips that I have made were ones where I planned out a few things here and there. I I call them stakeholders. I put a stakeholder on each day, like say for instance, knowing what park I'm going to go to or having a dinner reservation or knowing that I'm going to go to a specific place for lunch. Those are like the milestones or or stakeholders within your vacation that are like, you know, these are the things that we're going to work around, but we're not going to marry ourselves to this minute by minute plan down to the minute and just every detail accounted for because one that wears you out wholesale. And two, if something goes wrong, you're also more likely to be like my whole vacation's ruined. Oh yeah. So we, 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 we kind of like laugh and joke about those moments where you're like, that just ruined my entire vacation. Well, did it really, or did it ruin your plan? Ah, oh, it ruined your plan. It didn't ruin your vacation. Yep. Take a break, regroup, set the plan aside, and have some fun. Uh, it's like, the, say, for instance, the, the the Casey Jr. water play area uh, and things like that that are in the parks that that require you to be a little bit more spontaneous with your time. 
but also do require a little bit of planning because if you let your your toddler get completely soaked first thing in the morning, they're probably going to be miserable at some point throughout the day. So on, on the other side of the coin of not planning is over planning. Don't yeah, be guilty. I, I Don't would be guilty agree. of over planning. It, it also doesn't leave any spontaneity or, or magical moments where, because yep. yeah, I went with Brooke and we, and Brooke and I went to Epcot and Lisa was at home and we just went for the day, which is not advisable, but that's a different story. Um, and, but on the way home, she was talking to her mom about all the things we did and everything she was telling her were the little things. All the cool things were the gardens she saw and all the different flowers and all the different topiaries, topiaries, mm -hmm. whatever they're. So, you know, she was telling him, she was telling her all of the, she wasn't saying, oh, I rode this and I rode this. She, it was all these little tiny, all the things she ate. It was all the cool little extras that you wouldn't even know about that she found exciting. So you have to kind of leave room for that. So you're not just being ushered from line to line to line, uh, from e-ticket attraction to e-ticket attraction. All right. So. What's your next one? Uh, number three, I have, oh, so what the newbies don't know is they don't take time to find out about little special extras that you could do. So doing a little research or working with somebody. So right now, like if you're a resort guest, you can get in 30 minutes free. or It's uh, 30 minutes earlier for free. So that's at all the parks. They used to have extra magic hours where it would rotate you know, and you have to figure out what day it is and which park it is. And it was longer than 30 minutes, but now it's, you can go to any of the parks, resort guest, and they open 30 minutes earlier. So that allows you to get a, a jump on everybody else. If you can get up there and get up there early. Uh, if you have Genie Plus, uh, you can get started earlier. Um, so that's one. The other thing is, which, which I didn't even know until I spent some time on it. Uh, if you're a deluxe guest at Walt Disney World, uh, you can get in two extra hours in the evening. So this is only certain nights and certain parks. So you got to, you got to check. It's usually Monday and Wednesday. Currently, one of those nights is usually a Magic Kingdom night for two extra hours. And one of them is usually an Epcot night for two extra hours. So that's any of these DVC villas. That's the Swan and Dolphin uh, and any of the deluxe on property Disney resorts. So they'll scan your Magic Band make sure you're a deluxe guest. And uh, it's, it's kind of nice because, you know, it's, you can get a lot done in those two hours. Yeah, I mean, there, there's a lot you can do, too. So just finding about, about these little special extras, listening to Mouse Chat, figuring out if the dessert party is worth it. If you're listening to us now, you're already on the right track. <laughs> there you go. All right, Sharpie number four. Uh, not checking the weather. Uh, a lot of people assume that June, July, and August are the hottest, most miserable months on the planet in the Orlando area. However, September can be equally as hot. May can be equally as hot. Uh, not planning ahead for a January trip and not packing enough long sleeves or sweatshirts or layered clothing uh, can result in you freezing to death or spending a whole lot of money yep. to try to stay warm. 
Yeah, it's amazing. Like I was just there. It was, uh, it was, I don't know, kind of chilly during the day and very cold at night. Like when the sun went down and the wind picked up or it kind of misty rain, Ooh, it gets, it gets cold. It's down to like 40 degrees and it's no sun and the winds howling around Epcot. Oof. Yeah. Then you're looking at like a hundred dollar sweatshirt. Uh, let's see here. My number four. Oh, you have to get the app as much as I hate to force people to get the app. But if you get the, my Disney experience app and you get it early and you kind of learn how it works, that gives you your ride wait times. And one of the coolest things ever is uh mobile ordering. So you can order on the app. It'll give you a pickup time. You can plan your day. And then you see the huge line of people waiting to order and you walk up and you get your food. It's the most satisfying thing I've done at Magic Kingdom in uh, 2021. Last year when I, when uh, Lauren's like, oh, just mobile order it. And I was like, oh my God, this is so good. Yeah. I was just telling a client today how amazing mobile ordering is. It's like, it, it was, it was a complete game changer. It was, it's good. It uh, gets you in and out. Oh my God. Cause normally you're waiting in the line and you're like, oh, I pick the, I, I always pick the long line where the, where the people have been standing there forever. And then they get up there and they're like, Oh, what do I want? How are we going to pay for this? And you're like, Oh, we've been waiting here for a half hour. You're just now trying to figure out what you want. So mobile ordering, you, you skip all of that. You just go get your food and you don't have to deal with any of it. So it's awesome. All right, Sharpie, is this number five? Number five on my list is, drum roll please, <laughs> no plans to eat. Mm. Oh, so they, we'll yeah, just they get don't. something. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, by the time you are in the mood to just get something, uh, you could be in an area of the park that has limited, limited to no choices Yeah. or thinking that you can just walk up to any table service restaurant and nope. get a reservation, get a same day reservation. Not possible. Not possible at the vast majority of restaurants. Uh, there are a lot of restaurants that do same day, same day, walk up, walk up pretty easy. Uh, I mean like turf club over at Saratoga Springs, you can walk up there just about any day of the week and, and, and get something, uh, even if it is a, a, l a little bit before or after peak dining period. However, most people who want something specific want it where they are. <laughs> and that's yeah. not really the case. Yeah, especially if you're like halfway around Epcot and you're like, oh, let's have lunch or let's have dinner. Um, well, did you make a reservation a long time ago and plan this out? If not, it's probably not going to happen um, because everybody books those everything way far in advance. So, yep. All right, Sharpie, my last one is kind of self-serving. Number one newbie mistake is, uh, People don't use a travel agent. And I have to admit, I had no idea why I would use a travel agent when, before I got into travel. But 
you can bounce ideas off of them. So if you just want to, you know, Sharpie, Lauren have the experience of they've been there, they've done it, they know how it works, they know what's changing, they know what's going on this week and next month. And hopefully, you know, it's, it's a constant, uh, they know how to play the game <laughs> of, of Disney, which is a very complicated game at times. And, and so they know what to splurge on or at least give you some ideas on what to splurge on, what not to splurge on, uh, what, what the resort experiences are, what price points are, what might be good for you and your family, depending on how your, what your mix is and, and what you want to do. So, and, and there's no cost. So it, it's all rolled into the price because Disney, Disney pays a, a slight commission to us, um, which they would normally play, pay to, you know, manage it or work it on their own through marketing efforts and call centers and hiring people. So there's no, there's no upcharge. It's already rolled into the price. If you book with an agent or not with an agent, you're already kind of paying for that service. So you might as well bounce the ideas off someone, figure out what you want to do. And, and, uh, and, and you can still, you know, control the reservation if you want in, in the way of, you know, have input on what you want for dining and what rides and all that kind of stuff. It's just a, a nice way to, uh, well, and, and then also the latest deals because there's always, well, there used to always be deals, but if a deal does come out, then they'll move you to the deal and you don't have to wake up at 6 a.m. and sit on hold for five hours <laughs> to, tr to try and get the deal on your own because they, they, they go through all that and uh, they try to find the deals and, and move to the better deal uh, or price point. So you've got everything kind of locked in already. Hopefully the price goes down. In the last two weeks, I've spent 11 hours on the phone with Disney. That's Oh yeah. It's amazing. Like, uh, and three of those were for one client. Wow. So yeah. It's, it's, you, you can either use my time or you can use your time. So if it's, if anything pops up with your reservation or anything needs added or changed and it's past the, the point that you can do it online, you, you're going to, you're going to join that, that happy little queue. <laughs> that yeah. gives you the, the, the 90 minute warning time. It's like, mm, yep. Well, also exactly. if something, if something does come up, like if you, we've worked with Disney for many, many years, I think we're going to 12, 13 years. Um, so we, we know the people over at Disney and we have the contacts and um, we help them out and they help us out. So if something went wrong or something got lost, um, you know, we, we know who to work with and how to try to get it fixed. So you have an advocate to to help you. You're not just trying to figure out things on your own. And if something goes wrong, it's just you and someone at the call center uh, trying to work through it. Then my last, Oh, we have a, an updated news thing, which just actually came out while we were right before we started recording. And so on our, I think it was last week's show or the week before one or the other. We were talking about hoopty doo rumors. Did you see this yet, Sharpie? I haven't. I haven't even seen this. What? What? What's going on? Hoopty doo comes back June twenty third. Yay! Hoopty doo. I know. If you already listened to the other show, I'm not a fan of hoopty doo, but I'm happy for everybody who is. <laughs> <laughs> just don't. I just don't want to go. You guys can go. So uh, I really enjoy it. It's I, a lot oh of fun. Oh my god. It's just not my thing. I don't know. Not my thing at you all. Know, you know, the humor's <laughs> right up my alley. The humor, the humor is so bad. Oh my gosh. All right. 
So, Jarvi, I guess that's going to wrap it up. We did it. Just the two of us. That, that's 10 things to either do that or was not good. do when planning your Disney vacation. That was good. Could be one of our top shows. We'll see. So, uh, yeah, if you have comments, you can go to uh, comments at mousechat.net. Send us an email. Uh, it's easier, actually, if you go to our Facebook group. Uh, we have a Facebook Mouse Chat fan community. Uh, just go ahead and request to get access and uh, come on in and join other Disney nerds, Disney families, planning, planning trips, uh, and uh, we'll help you out there as well. Uh, or get in sharp, uh, touch with Sharpie or Lauren, and we can get you a quote on uh, pretty much anything. Right now, there's a kid's sale free on Royal Caribbean, but by the time the show comes out, it'll probably be done. Uh, so that's been super busy. But yeah, any any cruise line, any all-inclusive, uh, want to go to Europe, want to uh, go to Universal Studios, Disney World, California, Hawaii, whatever you're thinking, we can take care of it. All right, well, thanks for listening and join us next time on Mouse Chat.